When a person signs a do not resuscitate order saying they don't want certain medical interventions to stay alive, they're supposed to do it with informed consent, clear thinking, and no outside pressure. But staff at the Illinois Department of Corrections obtained do not resuscitate orders from prisoners even when they were not of sound mind. That according to a report from an independent court monitor who made the allegations last June. Nine months later, the department still hasn't changed the policies around these life and death matters, as WBEZ's Shannon Heffernan reports. After Melinda Felisky's dad, George Williams, died inside prison, she got a box of his belongings. A reading lamp, bright orange shower shoes, a set of dominoes. Artifacts of how he passed the time behind bars. In all honesty, I was surprised how much stuff he had. He had all kinds of things. So, you know, he had his life. He had his routine. Felisky's dad, Williams, was 71 years old and had been incarcerated for about two decades. He had cancer, but it was not end stage, and he'd been receiving treatment. Still, he signed a do not resuscitate order, basically saying when it came to medical interventions, he only wanted comfort care. Felisky respects her dad's right to make that kind of choice. But there was a problem. According to an independent monitor, the doctor who signed off on his DNR was a fill-in doctor seeing Williams for the first time. There was no evidence that Williams was able to review his prognosis and options with an oncologist. And Williams was wrestling with depression and refusing meals. Well, it would have been nice had they reached out to the family. It would have been nice had they had him sit with a counselor, a mental health counselor, and talk to them. You know, and I don't know that he even understood what he was signing. Once Felisky's dad signed the DNR, Staff apparently stopped almost all care for him. He died about five months later. Felisky doesn't trust the motivations of prison health care staff who obtained the DNR. He didn't have someone looking out for his best interest, in my opinion. He didn't get the right therapy that he obviously should have had. And it's like they treated him like he wasn't a person with feelings and he didn't matter. And that's really hard. The review of Williams' death and medical records by the independent monitor was part of a legal settlement over poor medical care inside the Illinois Department of Corrections. The monitor reviewed 25 deaths. He flagged three as having problematic DNRs. In one case, a man was allowed to sign documents with just an X, even though medical records showed he was, quote, profoundly demented. The monitor wrote the case, quote, gave the impression that stopping further medical care was really the wish of the patient, when, because of the patient's dementia, it was likely the decision of the IDOC, end quote. In court, the Department of Corrections said there were inaccuracies in the monitor's report, but they would not provide WBEZ with details about what those inaccuracies were, citing pending litigation. They also declined to comment on specific cases because of medical privacy. Alan Mills is executive director of Uptown People's Law Center and a lawyer on the litigation over health care. He says the issue with DNRs is a symptom of an even bigger problem. We don't make plans for old sick people in prison. Around 6,500 people in Illinois prisons are labeled by the department as elderly. Close to 100 people are essentially sick and shut in, living in infirmaries. And around 50 people are over 80 years old. Mills and the Monitor say if the state wants to keep that ailing and aging population behind bars, they need to give them proper support. We don't have anybody who sits down with somebody who's beginning to deteriorate in health and say, okay, this is what we can do. How much of this do you want? And make an overall plan for the last couple of years of somebody's life. Instead, we just let them deteriorate essentially without anybody paying attention. 
Mill said that when it comes to something as serious as signing a DNR, there needs to be real guardrails in place because prison medical workers who are employed by a private company have incentives to obtain DNRs. It's already short-staffed in medical care, and that means that people don't get it. DNRs are an easy way to sort of justify not giving them treatment. The Monitor wrote that the department needs to change their policies. So people can't sign DNR papers if they can't give proper consent. But nine months later, prison officials said they are still in the process of revising their medical policies. Shannon Heffernan, WBEZ News.